You know, I feel like we're dancing a little too hard for the theme music that we currently have. Bro, it's a but banger. This song is a banger. I, need to... I gotta release it on Spotify. We're gonna release it on Spotify, I think. Fantastic. We're calling it Boat Truck Boat. <clears throat> boat Truck Boat. Boat Truck Boat. Bob, how are you doing, buddy? I'm great, man. I am doing super well. I'm having a good day. It was a really nice weekend. It's uh, it's a stormy night here in Atlanta, Georgia, but we are here for you. It's it season two, episode 26, 26 of Better Than Broadway. Hello. Dude, we are all the way back full circle to like, um, what, 2018 or so or 2017 from when you and I did your podcast and we were drinking Bullet uh, in your apartment complex. Not too Remember much. That one? Oh, hey, I should go get you know what? I'm out. I don't have any. That's hilarious, dude. I love it. I love it. Other yeah. Than, have we done one? Ha- have we done a BTV with just you and me? Like I know you've done with Ryan. I've I've done with one with Ryan. Have we ever done one together? You know, I feel like we did a long time ago, towards the very, very beginning of We're this fucking thing. year in. So it's like Yeah, I can't I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember. But I'm glad. I'm glad that we're here because there's a lot to talk about. Now, you and I, you and I had talked about maybe doing a kind of throwback show to the Attitude Era, the Nitro, the Monday Night Wars and things like that. And I think that's something we should get to. But there's a lot of news this week. And I think there's a lot of things that are going on, uh, especially internationally, that we just need to probably touch on. Uh, and then maybe in a week or two, when we can get a panel together, we could do another panel show when we talk about the Monday Night Wars. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love all of it, man. Cool. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely been a it's been an interesting week. Uh, it's been a, a crazy busy for, week for me. I've done my best to try and keep up with everything. Um, you know, definitely everything um, is in the air. Everything going on with the Bloodline right now. And then everything going on with the uh, with the Jericho Appreciation Society. Man, and I'm sure we're going to get all that. And then everything overseas and everything. And I'm I'm sure you've got you've got all the info on that. So we'll let you inform the the people. Well, let's go ahead and get started with uh, this morning. Big news out of Japan: the G1 Climax Tournament number 33, G133, is in the history books. And after an incredible battle between Kazuchika Okada, the perennial IWGP champion, and Tetsuya Naito, the leader of Los Ingobernables de Japón, um, the cool thing is Okada was going for number five. And if he had won, then he would have tied Masahiro Chono for the most uh, wins in G1 history with five. But also, this would have been his third in a row. He won 21, he won 22. So this would have been a big deal because no one's won ever won three in a row. But in the end, Tranquilo himself, uh, Destiny, was smiling on Tetsuya Naito as he hits the Destino finisher twice to take out the Rainmaker. And now it is his right to challenge at Wrestle Kingdom, January 4th, 2024, at Tokyo Dome against fellow LIJ uh, teammate and stablemate, current IWGP champion, Sonata. This is a big deal because these guys were in this group together for two and a half years. Sonata's the young guy. Naito's kind of wrapping up his career. He's kind of, he's pushing 40. And he gets to take on one of his guys in what could be one of his last matches. Justin. No, yeah, I mean, you, I, I did not get a chance to watch it, but that is definitely something that I want to go back and watch. I had a question for you about this. Um, just, I mean, kind of loosely related to this. You know, we, we talk about Forbidden Door, and a lot of the people that watch this podcast, I'm sure, are kind of like me in the sense of, like, we are getting more and more exposed to New Japan um, through AEW, <clears throat> right? <clears throat> not just through the people that they're bringing in, but we're just, you know, we're seeing things. People are more aware of, you know, wrestling abroad than maybe they were 10 years ago. Um, I know I definitely am. So, like, do you think that we're going to see maybe a forbidden door where it's kind of reversed and where we see it over in Japan? You know, I think that would be an incredible idea. Um, I think, honestly, with Tony Khan 
wanting to push the envelope with this Wembley show, which has now sold more tickets than SummerSlam 92. Yes. There are 175 no. tickets more than SummerSlam 92 there. It's like, really, like, what do you, and there's still haters talking about it. It's like, that's oh, what yeah. kills me. It's like, it's like, gosh, man, can't we just enjoy wrestling? Can't Like, everybody can win, right? Everybody yeah. can win. Like, it doesn't have to be the civil war. Like, you know, like, it doesn't have to be politics to where it's like, you know, the elephant or the jackass. Like, everybody can win. Everybody can have a good time. And I think it's awesome that they're doing. I think it's a testament to wrestling and the health right. of wrestling right now. And I think that there's there's nothing wrong with it. I think you know what do they say the uh, the rising sea, you know, rises rising all tides, ships, yeah, ships all, lift all boats, yeah. So like, I think um, I think it's awesome. Uh, you know, they didn't think it was going to happen, and you know, like, oh, well, AEW's ticket sales have been this and that or whatever. But at the end of the day, man, they can still put on a big show and they can still pull a big crowd. Is it difficult to tour? um non-stop weekly with live shows all over the country absolutely it is and like you know you can look in certain times and places and you know where wwe was struggling to fill seats as well for a long time so it's just it's just part of you know it just is what it is right but um but yeah i am just curious to see like are we going to see them over there and then more importantly the other question i had about this is like what is stopping new japan from breaking into the american market more right like to to not see them you know we see talking about us going over there and and all this other kind of stuff but just just television syndication alone i feel like there should be something that's easier to access because right now you basically have to what stream online to watch it well um and and the moment that you said it when you said when you said access i thought that was kind of funny and i thought it was a tongue-in-cheek thing until you kept talking but New Japan has an hour-long program on Access TV that comes on Thursday nights at 11 o'clock. Now, yeah, but so did Ring of Honor, right? It's not an ideal time frame, and maybe only, you know, maybe only 3 million households nationally have that channel. I have that channel because it's the channel that Impact comes on, but not everybody has access. Giggity, giggity. But with New Japan World, their streaming service, you can watch live. Uh, but I mean, it's another ten bucks a month, or or nine hundred and ninety nine yen if you if you want to go yeah, that route. Yeah. But uh, no, I just don't think that that counts. I don't know. I'm sorry. Yeah. Did, did did wasn't Ring of Honor on Access for a little bit too? Ring of Honor was on Sinclair Sinclair Broadcasting Group. They owned Ring of Honor, and before it was sold to Tony Khan, and their deal was they owned Bally Sports Networks, which was all the Fox Sports Networks. Okay. So they have all of those. So Bally Sports South, Bally Sports North, the Big Ten Network, I think, is part of their group. So they have a lot of um, they have a lot of syndicates out of I think Maryland. I think it's Maryland. I'm not really sure. Is uh, WWE blocked out of Japan? Can you watch WWE on regular television in Japan? I think you can watch it on either TNT Sports or BT Sports. Uh, I think there is a channel in Japan that has that, but I can't be entirely sure. Obviously, Peacock is streaming worldwide, so people can get their fix there. But it's the same thing with New Japan Wrestling, is that we get the matches two weeks later because they have to... They yeah. have to put everything together. And by then it's already run and I don't want to watch it. Well, I'm sure there's probably contracts in place too, to where, you know, the, the television show, the television networks themselves do not want somebody to be able to go right on the app and immediately watch it because that's going to make it more apt for someone to, to, you know, just not get the regular television at all. Yeah. Does that make Maybe. sense? Yeah. So like why, why watch on a cable? If you can watch the very next day, that's why the WWE network and the now Peacock only show like two weeks prior you know like yeah. once, you know, they say it's like oh we got to get it ready like no that's bullshit you can get it right. ready and you, you see these people can get it ready in in, in 30 they seconds could, they could stream it live if they really wanted to absolutely absolutely or they could but, do it an hour later doesn't yeah matter. it's it's yeah it's 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 money and it's contracts and that's fine but what i'm saying is that like I loved New Japan Wrestling. Whenever I watch it, I think it's real. It's definitely something that, you know, it's a great alternative. It's not the same thing as WWE. It's not even the same thing as AEW. Um, and, you know, and I know that you go out of your way to watch it, um, you know, but like you've even said that, like, you try and, like, you know, push as much as you can just to get in to be able to to report on it. 
And I feel like someone that's more casual, it's just they're not going to go buy and pay an extra $10 on top of another subscription that they're already paying just to watch it. There needs to be more, you know, again, sorry for the pun, but like accessibility to it. And like, I just don't know what's stopping them because they're huge. I mean, New Japan is massive, right? They're the second biggest wrestling company in the world. Absolutely. I mean, 100%. far bigger than AEW. Bigger than AEW, bigger than CMLL, bigger than AAA, uh, much bigger than Ring of Honor, much bigger than Impact, uh, Game Changer Wrestling, all those companies that we yeah. you know, don't necessarily cover from time to time. But, you know, we will see. But Japan is number two. Obvious AEW is a close third. And I would say in the next 10 years, if they stick around, AEW will be number two. I can see that. I can see that. I'm just because Tony, Tony Khan's got the money to put into it. And, yeah. you know, New Japan's been around since 1972. So they've been around for 51 years, which is phenomenal feat in and of itself. So you have this opportunity to say, hey, we want to establish more stars. We want to bring in people. And that's the beautiful part about their relationship with Ring of Honor and Impact Wrestling and things like that, because they can do those things and appeal to an international market from their viewpoint. We are the international market to them. You yeah, know, that's Japan. This is us. And, you know, getting up at 6 a.m. on a Sunday morning ain't ideal. But uh, when you got to report on something and you want to make sure that you get it right, you almost have to, which is fine. Yeah. I don't mind. It was a hell of a yeah. night. It's nice to wake up with a little cup of coffee and watch uh, Okada and Naito. Well, going, you know, going back to the pay-per-view, since we, you know, we kind of talked about, you know, New Japan in general, went off on a little rant. I, I, the one that I was really curious about was Eddie Kingston, right? Yes. So how did that go? Because that's that's the main one that I was looking at. Obviously, you everybody knows I'm a huge Eddie fan. Yeah, so, love Eddie. Big fan of Eddie. He's one of the most raw individuals in wrestling. Uh, he reminds me a lot of Taz. He's a he's a he's a Taz for the 21st century, so to speak, because Taz yeah. was just this raw guy that always just kind of set it straight and he was a brawler, but um, no, he, his run ended four nights ago. I think he ended up getting 12 points in the tournament. I think he won four matches or maybe he won six and lost three, Uh, but it wasn't enough to advance to the semifinals and, you know, his was over and he said that he loved it. He had a great time. He's still proud to be the NWNJ njwp strong champion open weight champion so he's going to defend that title and it's cool because that is new japan's kind of thing out in california so they do uh i think they do weekly if not bi-weekly shows so you know you can find those on the app of course i don't watch a lot of that i just you know it's, it's just too much uh it's it's enough to keep up, up with american wrestling and japan yeah, uh, but when, but when these companies have big events like AAA has Triple Mania, which is uh, I think that is next weekend. If it wasn't this past weekend, I haven't seen anything about it. It may have been, honest to God, Triple Mania may have been. Oh, it was Triple Mania was uh was um yesterday. There you go. I like I like we got our we got our fact checkers on working on that. I like we are going to we are going to find out about this through the Google and then we'll report back to you. But uh, Jamie, Jamie, pull that up, Jamie. That's right. Well, cool. Well, what what else is going on, Rob? You know, I got I got something that I want to talk about WWE wise and uh, shocker, not the bloodline. Um, I want to talk about two of Canada's finest. This past week on raw in this past week on smackdown it was announced that becky in emanating from canada they're going to do two big shows in canada one on monday and one on friday both in toronto uh becky lynch is going to take on trish stratus and finally and edge is going to take on sheamus now there have been rumors circulating for the past year year and a half that edge wanted to retire in canada well, they're in his hometown in Toronto. They're in Trisha's hometown in Toronto. So the real question is, are these going to be the final matches of Trish and Edge's careers? I thought, see, I thought they were talking about giving Edge another run. 
at the I title. I mean that that's that's still what I'm under. I couldn't imagine. Yeah. I feel like they they should give more if if Edge is going to have a final match. He's he's done enough. He's been in it long enough. He deserves a final run. Yeah. What I mean by run, it's like a final feud, right? Like he he yeah. deserves something for the blow off for the final, and then he can put it in like the Undertaker did at WrestleMania, right? Like, you know, that's how that's how embedded Edge is into the Attitude Era. Right? Like, I mean, Edge was the Attitude Era, and or you know, Edge and Christian, whatever. So, like, I feel like this isn't going to be it for him just based off of that. I yeah. could be wrong. You know, stranger things have happened, but I just feel like there's still more to come for him. And um, I don't think you're, I think very likely he will end in Canada. That makes sense. I just that don't think sense. it's this run. It just, it seems too soon. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And I really hope not because, you know, Edge is one of my favorites. I mean, he's one of, he's, he's in my, he's on my Mount Rushmore. Um, not, not based on, you know, who they were, the industry, just people that I liked, you know, yeah. Randy yeah. Savage, Roddy Piper, Edge, you know, those are, those are three of my guys. Um, so to see him leave without a lot of fanfare would be disappointing because he is one of these guys who is an icon of the industry and you'd hate to see him go in non-grandiose faction fashion well, and he can still go too That's oh god he can go yeah he's, he's, he's not like a rick flair walking around you no. know what i mean like he i mean he had his issues with his neck but he came back he's been fantastic i fully understand him not wanting to like poke the bear and you know like you know just keep betting you know doubling down every single time until right. he finally does hurt himself i mean everybody's got the bump card but um, he can still go. He's still in great. He's in. He's in arguably the best shape of his life. When you look at that, right? I agree. And and you know he's. Um, I just I don't know. I, I really think that they're gonna do a run, and I think it would be a disservice. I think that if he does have his final match in Canada with Trish Stratus, or, or I mean, on the same night there, I feel like it won't really be his final match. Yeah, I feel like well, it'll you... be a it'll be a work. Um, and and. I just don't see that happening. At so least not Trish, long term. Have, so you'll have Trish on Monday and you'll have Edge on Friday because Raw and SmackDown. There'll be two shows. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Now, I, everybody's saying that this is going to be it for Trish. Um, honestly, it's 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 been good to see Trish back in the ring. I and mean, the thing about these two is that they are Attitude Era stars. They are both in their late forties, and but they can. I mean, it's it's incredible to see that people can still do the things that they do in the ring. You know, I'm not saying at an advanced age, cause that's not fair, but with the bump card, as you mentioned previously, there's only so many more, there's only so many more bumps that you can take. You know, it's just, uh, the, the, I mean, my bump card filled up real fast. Mine was like, you know, my, oh, okay. my, my bump card filled up before I ever took a damn bump. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, you took, you know, you, you, you did this for a year and helped your yeah. friend establish himself and then now you know it's done like who gives a shit but for these guys it's just you know you hate to see people that you loved watching as a kid you know hang it up especially you know when you're older you ever see that meme of it was the undertaker and he's walking into the ring and it's a little kid and his dad it's like an animation and then the undertaker's walking away from the ring and it's a grown man with his son and the granddad and it's like yes yeah man like that's where it's at right now for guys like us because you know we have children and you know we had family members that kind of got us into it and now it's just like man everybody that we kind of grew up with is 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 wrapping up and yeah. uh yeah, all, all the, I mean, all the originals that, you know, I grew up, well, obviously I, I watched over two different kind of spans, you know, I watched as a kid in the eighties and early nineties. And then I watched, you know, later on in the attitude era as well. So, I mean, it's a little bit different too, but still, even the ones from, you know, it's, it's people are wrapping up. Like, I mean, there's even now, like you got talking about even the newer generation, like AJ Styles, like how yeah. much more time does he possibly have, you know? Um, I mean, obviously, I mean, the guy's still moving great. I'm not saying he's, he's even lost a step or anything like that, but you got, you know, we're questioning things like 
AJ, Kenny Omega, you know, like I don't think we're going to get another I, yeah, I don't think we're going to get another Bucks. I don't think we're going to get another decade out of them, you know. No. No. So um, you know, but I mean, the future's bright. We got a lot of young kids coming up. That's not really yeah. an issue. That could be a whole other podcast conversation too as oh, far as like the changing of the guards and everything. But um but yeah, I don't know. I, I'm going back to what we're talking about though with Trish and Edge. I could see this being the end for Trish more. Yeah. Then I could see it being the end for Edge. It feels a little bit more fitting with Becky Lynch in Canada. And this has been something that's been ongoing with it. Like I feel as though that happens. I just it is weird for her to end as a heel. Um, I feel like if this is her last match at the end, like I mean, I guess she could do the, you know, she's a heel and then, you know throughout the match she kind of turns and gets a crowd and then you know she does the kind of cry off or whatever well they are in canada yeah that's true that's true yeah even even when bret hart i mean that's like when uh sean michaels went up against bret hart and yeah. in canada or whatever when, when and, that and was sean was a hundred percent the heel even though he was the biggest baby face yeah, the they literally start trying to riot afterwards right there oh throwing yeah. shit at him i remember uh kevin nash talking about it Montreal Screwjob, dude, man. Like watching people throw trash in the in the ring and watching people spitting and throwing things at Sean and Hunter as they left the ring, and then Earl Hetner had his has he had his car running already. Remember, they said, "Oh like, yeah, he was in the car coming going out of the of the parking really? lot before they even announced the winner." <laughs> oh man, he was going like that. Yeah, it was it was crazy. So, so yeah, yeah, I don't know, I don't, um, but uh, whatever happens, I'm sure they'll do it right. You know what, if, if it's weird to say this, but like, I have faith in WWE creative now. So I, I, I in, in almost every storyline that they have, um, you know, they're doing pretty good in it. So I, I whatever they decide to do, I feel like, I feel it's, it's going to be enjoyable. Yeah. I think what Triple H has done with creative since he took over has been nothing short of miraculous because nxt went from being just another two hours of tv to being must watch uh what they've done with dominic and the judgment day and Rhea with lyra valkyria and dragon lee bringing in stars bringing in people like ray bringing in damian priest and finn just to kind of fill some space there has been incredibly healthy for the run of that show um Tiffany Stratton's killing it. Uh, you've got um, what's what's his name that I really like, Von Wagner. You know he's very relatable. Um, even the stuff that they're doing with Noam Dar and the the, the NXT UK guys, they've mm-hmm. given them prime position on the show. Uh, Nathan Fraser's your Heritage Cup champion. Tyler Bate is killing it. Noam Dar's killing it. You know these guys, they they were dead in the water when they canceled NXT UK. And now they are prominent in the show. Ilya Dragunov was in the main event. Carmelo Hayes is phenomenal. That guy is that guy's the next Shawn Michaels, in my opinion. 100%. Yeah, Carmelo Hayes is definitely one that I've, I've seen a little bit of because I don't watch a lot of NXT. And when I see him, he you know, he's got it. The guy can move well. And everybody kind of – he's kind of on everybody's lips as far as that goes up. But I thought he was going to be up in the main roster by now. Well, I think – my thing is it's either going to be him or braun breaker right well it's going to probably be both of them before long but but i'm saying like they're only going to bring one up at a time like who do you think is going to come up first well you know i would say this you've got one guy who looks like he would be a phenomenal talent for raw which would be breaker uh bronson bronson's Steiner, and you got a guy who is probably a good fit for smackdown and carmelo hayes so I don't see why you don't bring both of those guys up post Survivor Series, or maybe even wait till after the Rumble next year. Let those guys have a chance to be in the Rumble and shine, and then say, "Whoa, whoa!" Night after WrestleMania, let's bring these guys in. I'm why not you- saying that they couldn't. Do, I'm not saying that you couldn't do that. What I'm saying is that, well, I guess my question to that is: Is that going to leave too big of a hole in NXT? Yeah, I I think so. Yeah, that and that that, that's, is, that is very that is an that is a fair question. I think the answer is yes because Tyler Bate is going to be great, but he's still just kind of over here in the mid card. Ilya Dragunov will be champion eventually, no question. That guy is magnificent. Um, but 
I will say this when Gunter, when when Walter, when Gunter left NXT. Walter. Yeah. Braun <laughs> was right there. Carmelo was right there. Bate was kind of there. And you know, you had these three that you were able to build around. Right now, they're trying to build up Von Wagner with Braun. And they're trying to build Ilya Dragunov up with Carmelo Hayes. And then you got guys like Dragon Lee and Wesley and Tyler Bate. And and so I think, are you going to have a big hole there? Maybe. But I think if they do it right, and Sean is doing really, really great work with NXT right now, I think if they do it right, you're not going to feel like a big name was taken because you're going to have somebody right there to elevate. What do you think Shawn Michaels' viewpoint on this is? Because he's hey, he has to be torn, right? He has because he's training these people. These are his babies. These are his children yeah. at this point. There are students. And so he has to be proud and want them to succeed and become superstars and, you know, realize all the success that they want to realize because that's kind of like a vicarious, you know, lead on with him, right? Like it's, he can vicariously live through them, but at the same time, he's, he's got to be wanting to kind of hold them close and keep them there and, and, and keep his product good because I mean that's his product at this point, right? Absolutely. What do you think the push and pull is that like on Shawn Michaels? Do you think he is more apt to want to let them go as fast as possible, or you think he's more apt to keep them there? You know that is that is that is a fantastic question. I think it's a little bit of both because I think that. Sean is smart enough business-wise to understand what the end game is. Mm -hmm. And the end game is to create new stars because, you know, Roman Reigns is injured right now. Jay Uso, they say he's injured right now. So you've got two of your biggest stars. Hey, buddy. You got two of your biggest stars right now that aren't going to be on TV. And we'll talk about that in a minute. So, with someone like Shawn Michaels, who really, truly understands the industry, I think that it's it's ingrained in him that he knows that eventually he's going to left to let these kids go and spread their wings and do their thing and become the megastars that he thinks they're going to be. Yeah. But it's like you said, they're your kids, but it's just like every other kid. Eventually, your kid's going to go off into the world and do their own thing. My, my daughter will either go to college or she'll go to some you know, she'll go to, to Juilliard or she'll go play music somewhere. She'll do something. Your kids will do something great too, but it's going to come a time where we're just going to have to let them go and try. And, but he's preparing them very well. There's no doubt about it that he and, and, and road dog for that matter, because road dog has a, has a big hand in NXT as well. I don't think a lot of people realize that, but um, mm -hmm. Ryan yeah. James road dog, Jesse James, has a big hand in what now he does now he does i yeah. mean he's still he's a pretty he's a pretty new get at this point right because sure. he was you know he has he, he's been there less than a year i think now right he was there with he was there with hunter and then when vince took over nxt and did the 2.0 or whatever yeah and now you've got sean and uh sean and, and um road dog kind of running nxt and then regal is doing a lot of the training with gulak and a couple of his other guys isn't it hilarious? I saw the meme the other day talking about like, you know, Degeneration X when they were out, you know, they were trying to like screw the system and what the system and like all now this and that or whatever. And now they are the system. It's like, yeah. man, they, they really did get the, the, the final word. Like the, <laughs> they really are in control now. It's, I think it's great. It is it's pretty great. great. It's literally, I mean, it's literally DX. It's Triple H. It's Shawn Michaels. It's Road Dog. You know, all you need is Billy back in there and, which um which i mean who knows what's going to happen with that if his contract's up looks like he did his boots in unless i unless i have you seen anything else develop about that story uh since he put his boots in the ring and no. walked away because i i missed it if the, if it was there if anybody's listening to this and something else has happened with that i may have missed it i watched dynamite but it was a very very short pass through which um which i don't know if you want to talk about that the biggest thing i think out of AEW this week is the dissolution of the Jericho Appreciation Society and him talking about this angle with um, with Don Callis. What do you think is going to happen with that? For me, 
I feel like the Jericho Appreciation Society kind of ran its course. No, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. It's the weakest know, of the of the things that he's done since he's been here. Of the faction stable iterations that Jericho has built with the inner circle, with what they did with MJF and the pinnacle. Um, you know, factions really don't work in AEW very well. You have great tag teams. The House of Black is great, but they're a trio's tag team. They're yeah. not really a faction. And, you know, the the elite is kind of a tag team, but they're not really a faction. I feel like the elite's and more of a super group. It's you more of I mean? a super group. Yeah. But the Dark Order was a faction, eight or nine guys, and that damn thing fell apart, and they're down to three. So yeah, you know what though? I feel like that's almost more circumstantial. They 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 were trying to be one thing and it didn't work, and then they got over on their own, you know, through the whole comic thing, and then they were really doing good because of Brody, and then obviously the horrible tragedy happened. I just yeah. feel like, you know, had had the the cards not been dealt exactly the same way that they are, I feel like the Dark Order could still be a huge huge part of and they're still over whenever they go on screen, oh, yeah. you know, live shows and everything they're still over they're just kind of like in in gimmick purgatory at this point sure. i just feel like if you're looking at stables wwe have the best stables hands down and aew right aew needs to focus on where their strengths are like the blackpool combat club is about the only stable that works but going back, but circling yeah. back to your question about Jericho Appreciation Society, I'm glad that's over because everybody that needed the elevation got the rub. Sammy's a superstar. Daniel Garcia is a superstar. Jake Hager's just kind of doing his thing. Those other two clowns are just, they're, they're just whatever, who cares? Um, I love Daddy Magic, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I don't I, care I, about I, hearing, I don't care about this guy and his nipples. I just don't give a shit. Don't <laughs> but i just Don't love i love that he is a blatant ripoff of the nasty boys that's what i love fair enough i understand and, yeah and i, I just that. there's just something about that that just warms my heart because the nasty boys were one of my favorite tag teams growing up in wcw now and, that you say that out loud the light bulb goes off in my head about oh yeah they are the nasty boys duh yeah absolutely well at least daddy magic is daddy magic yeah. is at least you know C sure. cool hand cool hand what is it cool hand uh sal what the hell is his name uh, who knows guy. That's the, one, that's my one point. hell of a hair day you're right that's, that's the point. point that's the point that's yeah. my point but, but the goddamn daddy magic is a freaking comedic i just he he goes with a gimmick so much and you know he was he didn't have that gimmick that's what's funny when he was 2.0 yeah. in nxt he did not have that gimmick that's not how he yeah. talked and it's almost like Jericho literally gave him a nasty boy's take and say, hey, just steal this. And he's like, okay, I can do that. And ever since then, ever since he started talking like that with the eyes like this, yeah, I mean, it's, it is, it is ni early nineties wrestling personified. Jerry like said, every, 100%. every promo, every promo is like, well, you know, something, 90s, you know, like it's, and nobody does that anymore. <laughs> And that's why the old is new again. In my book, I fucking love it. I'm here for it. You're right. Sammy Guevara is a damn superstar. Even Tay and and um and yeah. Anna, like you know Anna J, even they have been elevated. I I think it, it's done its job, but I do sure. think that it is the weakest of the things. I'm gonna even say factions because you know it was mainly just the the inner circle before that. Um, and it's kind of hard to compare to that because the inner circle was a fantastic it was long-term group. Um, and it's it just great. so sad about Tito and um or I'm sorry about Ortiz and Santana. I was about Ortiz to say Tito and I was about to say Tito and Ortiz. Tito Tito Santana. <laughs> or Tito Santana, yeah, that would be a, either one. Yeah, they literally just took yeah. uh Tito, yeah, Ortiz, yeah. Um took his name. But yeah, so uh, it is the weakest thing that the Jericho's done, but it's still been very enjoyable. But I'm curious to see what's going to happen with with Callus, and I just I'm not really quite sure how that's going to go down. And it looks like maybe Jericho's going to go to another face run. I guess and, I don't know. And I and I don't really know. I don't really know how this is going to end either because it just seems to me like with Don Callis being one of the most hated people in pro wrestling. 
I don't know, dude. I, I feel like I feel like this could go one way or the other. Maybe they'll side for a little bit. Maybe Jericho will break away and have his final baby face run of his career before he, you know, hangs it up. Yeah. Because he's done. Every, I mean, that guy's done everything he can do. I mean, what else could Chris Jericho do for the for the industry of professional wrestling? Not much. He's done everything. He's elevated new stars. He's helped out the young guys. He's built, you know, factions that have produced you know people and elevate them to the next level jericho's like Shaq at this point he's yeah. he's already completed the game he's just fucking around with side quests and he's and, and especially i love when he's on rampage and does commentary i yeah. love oh, him on commentary jericho is so fun. If, if jericho never wrestled again and he just did commentary i would still be satisfied because down. again when I hear him, I hear like I hear Bobby Heenan. Yeah, you know what I mean, I hear Perfect. Jim Cornette. I hear I, you know, I hear that style, just energy, just constantly yelling for no reason, always agitated and angry for no reason, and just like you know what I mean, like it's just it's fantastic. It's the it's the cartoon energy that is missing from wrestling because somebody tried to turn it into sports entertainment, and I just I love it. Yeah. And that's kind of why I love Corey Graves on WWE because he's a throwback to that good. whole yeah. era. Yeah. Um with the with the brain, Gorilla and Bobby the Brain Heenan. God, man, what bro, Bobby the Brain Heenan, what a what a true gift to the industry that guy was. I mean, a lot of our listeners probably didn't watch pro wrestling in the 80s and early 90s like we did. But Bobby the Brain Heenan was the color commentary guy he was a goat heel and he was a god genius yeah i i don't you know jr awesome Cornette, awesome i still don't think that there's anybody else that i would rather hear color for or do color ever than bobby no no i just don't i don't think i don't I love Cornette. Cornette's probably the best talker. He's when it comes to bullshit and talking, he's like Heyman. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they could go back and forth all day. But the brain, I just I something about it, man. Something about his, you know, he was uh he was funny when he needed to be. He was a dumbass when he needed to be. You know, he he just had something about him that just I mean, it was Andy Kaufman level. Yes. Type, you know, type 100%. shit. You know what I mean? Andy 100%. Kaufman level type shit. Um, but to go back on that, I think that if you gave Corey Graves and um and Michael Cole cocaine, they would be Gorilla Monsoon <laughs> and Jesse Ventura. I think they would be the body and gorilla <laughs> if you gave them cocaine. Because that's what I feel. I feel like they are them, which is not a knock. But you know, back in the day, Monsoon and 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 Ventura, it was supposed to be over the top more. You know, yeah. What I mean? Oh yeah. Oh sure. So you know, if you gave them a Quaalude, they would be Corey Graves and 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 Cole. I think. Mm. <laughs> it's a shame they banned Quaaludes. What a what a what a wonderful drug. That <laughs> Quaalude, they love me in the morning. I've never, I've never had, I've never, I don't know anybody that's ever had one before. Well, they banned, they banned Quaaludes before you and I were born. I think they banned those in like 81. Yeah, but doesn't ban it and just make it more popular? Isn't well, that how that works? I don't, I, don't, I don't think they manufacture that Oh, shit. so they don't even make it anymore now. No, well, it must not, yeah, but you know what? They don't make freaking black tar heroin either, but like, oh you know, God. you can get that. So I feel like if there's, if there's a supply, if there's a demand, someone will create a supply, right? God. So I don't know. Maybe you know what? Some other drug probably came up and got sexy, and that's why Quaaludes please stop, you know. So. Well, probably Valium or Xanax or something like that. Everybody wanted to get barred up and crap. The world will never know. The world will never know. That's did you uh, check, did you check out well. did you catch out collision? I didn't look, I didn't see collision at all. No, okay. I, I worked, I literally worked until about nine last night, and then we went directly to a concert for um oh speaking of which rich ward from fozzy jericho's band 
has the best cover band ever in the history of fucking existence. They are called Guardians of the uh, Guardians of the Jukebox. If you haven't already seen them, go follow them. Go check them out wherever they at. They are the most fun you can have with your pants on when it comes to music. Because I have been to stadium shows with less energy than Rich Ward on stage. And and if anybody has ever met Rich Ward, um he is i said this in our group or whatever man is salt to the earth literally the sweetest human you'll ever meet in your entire life he lives on woodstock doesn't he yeah well i don't know exactly where he lives but he lives in this area yeah 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 he lives in the area you know they do they do shows at mad life downtown woodstock um i mean obviously he's traveling he's always doing something he's so busy but this is like his little side project like you know passion project and just the show that they put on with you know um freaking uh 16 candles playing in the background or all kinds of different like every single song has its like own kind of like 80s nostalgia music video if you're our age group and you go watch them it's impossible to see them and not smile it's it's fantastic it's definitely the best i know i sound like a salesperson for them but we were just talking about it and so that's who we went to go see we went to go see them and then after them was a van halen cover band from um from jersey and um they oh, were wow. fantastic too absolutely fantastic the lead I singer do love, i do love van halen they were great they were great and i went with uh with cat uh, and shannon we both went and like they didn't know any of the songs or whatever and they're like i've never heard of van halen i don't know how van i'm like jesus i am so old what? but then yeah right but then they started a couple of the songs like oh i know this i'm like see i told you you know the songs you just don't know van halen and then they they played jump and then like what oh this is them and you know and then they played um i don't forget there's several songs that they played um i maybe running with the devil um and they're like oh i know this song you know so it's just it is what it is but i definitely felt old i was like i don't know are they popular or something i was like yeah they're literally the number one best selling rock band in all of existence they created arena rock sure heard of van halen so anyway i felt old not everybody knows electrolyte orchestra but they hear mr blue sky and they're like oh i know this song that's true yeah. yeah i mean it's all those one hit wonders it's like what is the, the the band that did the um um tainted love you know they only ever had oh, the one so, song yeah. yeah and they only have it they were the they were the oneaters the wonders the one hit yeah, wonders right yeah from Good uh movie. Good yeah movie. great movie yeah so but anyways yeah long story short i did not get a chance to see uh collision i was gonna check it out um tonight when we got done here uh so but by all means spoil it for me cmftr and the house of black was a banger oh i can imagine yeah absolutely fantastic they gave the match i think 25 and a half minutes i thought you're gonna say 25 and a half stars <laughs> yeah yeah right uh-huh. so, sounds like something Meltzer would do yeah so really really good match uh from start to finish not not entirely crazy about the finish the finish saw the action spill out into the arena out into the the outside of the ring samoa joe shows up and he chokes CM Punk out. CM Punk out in the in the crowd. Oh! So they're really pushing CM Punk and Samoa Joe for the AEW Real Heavyweight Championship. And every match, Joe had a match on the show. He beat uh, Andrew Everett from North Carolina, one of uh, Matt and Jeff Hardy's proteges. Uh, beats him in two minutes. Chokes him out. And gets on the mic and just runs CM Punk down, calls him a coward, a bitch, of this, of that, and the other. You know, come out and fight me, accept my challenge, blah, 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 blah. So we are going to get Joe and CM Punk for the AEW championship, which it's not, I don't know if it's going to matter because obviously you're not going to have Joe and MJF. You're going to have CM Punk and MJF. Probably at all out i was gonna say are, are we gonna see them at wembley you're not gonna see them at wembley because you're gonna see adam cole and mjf at wembley which in and of itself that's gonna be a phenomenal match it's a shame um what well, is it is what what of the card is already announced so you've got i'm gonna look that up right now where you've got darby allen and sting versus the mogul embassy which i think is ar fox and um Word. swerve that's a coffin match 
You're going to have MJF and Adam Cole for the championship. You've got the Bucks and FTR for the tag championships. You've got a women's four-way match with Britt, Soraya, uh, Sheeta, who's your new champion. And then I think there's one more match, I think, to be named. Uh, it's it's Tony Storm, who got a bye. You got Sheeta. You got Soraya and either Britt Baker or um, somebody. She's working somebody. Either it doesn't matter. Britt's going to be in that match. So you got a women's uh, four-way dance for the title. That'll be good. And, and I think that's it. I feel like maybe Orange Cassidy has an international championship match, which would be his 29th defense of that title, which is impressive. So other than that, they haven't really announced a ton, and they got two weeks before the show. So they've got to kind of get going here. They did announce that Darby Allen will get a TNT title shot against Luchasaurus slash Christian Cage after All In. I think that match will either be on Collision or will be at All Out uh, in September. Wait Don't a second. This is they're saying this is at the United Center in Chicago. I thought that where's Wembley? That was the All Out's going to be at the United Center. All In. Okay. Is oh, in okay. God damn it! So confusing. Why did yeah, they, they do that? And you know what? They're doing both shows like two and a half weeks apart. I know. I know. That's so oh, confusing. Crazy. Yeah. So all out, we're going to get Darby Allen versus Luchasaurus. Yes. And it all right. in, you've got that coffin match, coffin tag match. Okay. Yeah. And we got Powerhouse Hobbs versus Miro. And all out or all in? Well, this says all out. Okay. That's those are the only two that's really put on there, actually. So when is all out? When on is this all website? out? This is uh this is via um wrestlingheadlines.com, by the way. Okay. When is um, all out gonna be? September? September third. Hold on. September third. Yeah, Sunday. Okay. It's so Sunday exactly night. exactly a week after all in. A that's week. crazy. Isn't that weird? You're gonna do two pay-per-views back to back. No one's no one's gonna out watch all out. Out of your mind. No one's going to watch All Out. Of course they're not. Let's talk about that. What the fuck? Why? They had contracts before they did this? I mean, this, this to me, what this screams is ill-preparedness. I agree. Is, is like, why do this? You're, you're, you're burying, you're burying Chicago, which is your strongest market right now. Let's be 100%. realistic. 100%. Like they don't ever come to Atlanta. They come to Chicago like five goddamn times a year. Well, they're gonna be in Atlanta on the twenty third. Yeah, but like I feel like they they rarely come here, you know what I mean? Because yeah. you know, they're not doing the big arena anymore because they can't sell it out. So they're having to go to the little one out that we go out to in Gwinnett or whatever it is. Right. That's you know, whereas you know, they used to go to the um whatever the in, infinite energy or whatever it's called, the big arena downtown. Mm -hmm. Um, they used to go to that. I, I remember watching that in twenty 2019 the end of 2019 when cody fought wardlow and he jumped off the cage and did the moonsault off the cage you remember that yeah well now Packed it's called house the, well now it's called the gas south arena it's the same yeah state. where the hawks play well no they, that's the, state farm yeah they did state farm in 2019 and oh, they, did they packed really? it out they oh, packed wow. out state farm in 2019 well, damn and and now they're you know now they're they're struggling to you know to sell half of the infinite energy yeah. arena which which is you know a, a, an arena that's half the size yeah um, which we talked about that already and and that's perfectly fine but it's because of bullshit like this i get it it's over in london so the people that are coming all out as far as attendance there it's probably not the same demographic as you're worried about over there but like as far as viewership and pay-per-views i want to see the buy rates on this because yeah. i can tell you this right now i'm not shelling out a hundred dollars over the course of two weeks to watch of course wrestling. not of course not now, well, if if you got Bleach Report, it's ten bucks. <laughs> Use our coupon code. No, <laughs> BleacherReport.com. Sponsor us, Bleacher Report. We love you. So no, but yeah, no, I get your point. Um, the the average consumer is going to have pay per view uh, on their local cable provider, and no one's going to shell out. 50 bucks for both shows, 100 bucks for both yeah, shows. Yeah, to watch. That's, that's crazy. To watch Miro fight Powerhouse Hobbs? I'm not going to pay for that. 
I'll watch him. Yeah. I'll watch him on Collision, but I'm not gonna watch him on pay per view. I was gonna say that's a fucking Rampage match. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love Miro. Really I is. love Powerhouse Hobbs, but I that's a Rampage match. Love Miro, but that's that that's not something that I'm gonna spend money on. Um, you know, the only reason we're watching All In is because it's 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 for this. I mean, it, it's it's for for work. Yeah, you know, it's, it's for the show. So, I mean, obviously, we have to have that information. Yeah, um, and we will give you guys. We will give you guys that information. We'll yeah, make we'll sure. Give, we'll definitely good, give a rundown on it. What yeah. we need to do is we just need to set up a damn um, a viewing party again. Maybe yeah. we can go exploit David and go over to his house. And- <laughs> <laughs> only for the down. big. Only for the big four does David. Yeah, we only do David with the big four. That's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dave is not Dave's not a big enough. Although Dave's a big fan of AEW. Yeah. It's really just I think the only people in our group that are AEW haters would be what? Evan and used to be Tom. Tom's actually kind of come over the dark side now. I feel like Tom yeah. watches AEW more than he does WWE. Yeah, I think Evan, I think Evan's not crazy about the uh the AEW, but we'll get him too. We'll get you, Evan. We're gonna get you on the show. Yeah, we need to have him on the show and have him talk get about you on the it. show. Yeah. Yeah, but um, no, I think I think there's a lot of good direction here with these companies. But you're right; it's it's almost like, hey, we want to do Wembley Arena. It's like, cool. Well, the only weekend we've got is this one. It's like, well, that's a week after, that's a week before our our out show. We can't do both. Said, well, do you want it or not? And for the European fans who never get premium shows and pay-per-views and things like that this is a treat for them you know wwe sold out the o2 arena in london for the uh, money in the bank and backlash in puerto rico sold out and it was like wow we really in montreal had elimination chamber so it's like wow we can go to international markets john cena was at uh the money in the bank and said that we want to do a wrestlemania in england you know, we want to show the powers that be that this is a viable option. And they are viable options. But in the moment, you got to take a breath and say, well, you know, is this going to be the best thing for our product? And I think the answer is a resounding yes. I guess so. But you know what? I mean, basically all out, we're talking about three weeks, you know, before before all out is going to be here and we've got two, two weeks matches uh well if it's september 3rd where it's it's uh august 13th now so what is that that's 20 we're three weeks out from all out and yeah. we're two weeks from all in two I weeks from Wembley, you, three weeks from chicago you got it backwards i think all outs first all out is in chicago and then all in is Wembley is Wembley yeah you got it backwards but what I'm saying is that we're three weeks out and we got two matches this feels like all out is basically a kid that has his birthday two days before Christmas you know what I mean it's yeah. like oh yeah just wrap some of his Christmas presents up give it yeah. to him everything will be fine we'll get him a cake fuck it as a man whose mother's birthday is actually two days before Christmas I completely get it See, I, it's uh, my brother's was three days afterwards. Garrett's three days afterwards. Oh so. man, <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm saying, man. I just think it's like a real know. fun Valentine's Day for your parents. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's true. I didn't think about that. That's funny. I, yeah, thanks for putting that image into my head, Rob. You're I welcome. appreciate that. Thank you. you, you this, this is this is payback for you and Ryan pissing me off. What a bunch of show. What, what about the 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 gangbang in the middle of the ring? Yes, I'm tired of both of you. you make me sick. <laughs> well, what else we got, man? Is there anything else? I feel like we're missing something. Are we? So I think the only thing that we've got left to talk about is Bloodline because that's our biggest story. Uh, obviously MJF and Adam Cole, that's going to resolve itself. And I don't know how the hell that's going to happen. It's either going to be. Okay. Okay. So pause right there. I'm glad you said that because, um, what happened with this whole gimmick, the the whole doing lines of cocaine, like Hulk Hogan thing. So in the 
they got in the ring and they started chatting and he says, Max, I got to tell you something. He's like, Oh, you want to do a promo battle? Okay. Well, you're so pale and skinny that, you know, if you, you know, Hulk Hogan would have snorted lines of you in the eighties. So we can make fun of his physique and the fact yeah. that he's white as a ghost. <laughs> you're white as a ghost, Brian. Your, <laughs> your, your whiteness is haunting this house. So anyway, don't talk to me about it. Don't yeah. talk to me like that. So anyway, they got going and then he's like, no, no, no. I just want to talk about our match. And, you know, I want to talk about these tag titles. I've never won the ring of honor tag titles and I'd like to win them. So at zero hour, the pre-show, we want to challenge Aussie open for the ring of honor tag titles. And then Roddy comes out. I can't believe you're like doing this with this guy, man. I thought you'd want to win him with me. And then it's exactly uh, what he sounds like. It's exactly then, what Roddy yeah, sounds and then like. MJF starts talking about him being like a turd Ferguson and calls him a bitch. And then, he, <laughs> then, then they start, they, the, the crowd starts chanting and then the kingdom comes out, which is uh Bennett and, uh, and Taven. And they kind of hug with him. Well, Adam Cole was in the kingdom with Matt Taven and, and, and uh, Mike Bennett in Ring of Honor. So it's like, okay, so now you got Roddy, Taven, and Bennett, and they're all together. And is, is Adam Cole going to go heel on MJF and join with the kingdom and bring the kingdom back to Ring of Honor and AEW? We don't really know. Um, it makes compelling TV Obviously, this storyline between MJF and Adam Cole being best friends is freaking hilarious. I don't know why you would ever. Great. It's great. I don't know why you would want to. Why you wouldn't just run this into the ground? Um, but let's be honest. It's it's only it good because we know it's going to end. Oh, that's the only reason it's good. It's the same as with Jericho and MJF. Yeah, just waiting. They did the same thing. You know, I mean, give me another goddamn show tune where they're fucking singing and dancing. So I'm instead of dance, instead of dance numbers, we got a dance break. Instead of instead of song and dance, instead of singing, we got a dance break. It's the same thing. It's same the thing. same thing. There's nothing new under the sun, and I'm okay with it. It's fantastic. Yeah, I'm good with it. You know, anytime you're getting anytime you're getting MJF being self-aware and self-actualizing is a good time because he knows he's a scumbag but he's trying to be good you know it's just like it's, it's not so great work. we want it's him so to, we, we want to hate this man it's almost it's like, relatable we want to like him it's almost relatable because i think almost all of us have been at some point the bad guy in somebody's eyes and like you know <laughs> like maybe maybe yeah. we think we're wrong maybe we realize that we're wrong maybe we don't realize that we're wrong maybe Maybe mm -hmm. we did something bad to somebody that we're not even aware that we did something bad. And it's just, it's cute. It's like Disney villain cute. You know what I mean? Every single one of us is the villain in somebody. In somebody's story. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Uh, me more Might as well one. give him a good show. Right? <laughs> no. Might as well be a compelling storyline. Speaking well. of compelling storylines, let's finish line. with the freaking bloodline. Let's end it here. Good story. So... SummerSlam came and went, as we know. Uh, we talked about it last week on the show. Jey Uso. Jey Uso, in my opinion, should have been the one to finish the story. Yep. It started with Jay, Should have ended with Jay. Unfortunately, Jimmy, you know, pulled Jay out of the ring, kicked him, did all the stuff. Roman wins the match. Yeah, I don't really know. We go Friday to SmackDown. Jimmy gets in the ring and says that he he did it because he loves his brother and he didn't want to see his brother turn into Roman. And they send him away. Jay takes out the bloodline. And then he says, Jimmy, wait. And then Jimmy's at the top. They Jimmy runs down the the ring, the the ring uh the uh the aisle to hug his brother and jay kicks him in the face and then jay says jay says i'm out i'm out the bloodline i'm smackdown i'm out of wwe he leaves through the crowd and now wwe has listed jay uso as alumni on the alumni section of wwe.com which is hysterical to me because they're, trolls dude they're, they're freaking trolls. trolls they're really they're really doing this right and it's it's crazy because 
we think about this bloodline storyline, which has been going on for three years now, three whole goddamn years. And as soon as you're like, oh, get over with, get it over with, get it over with, end it, it now. Good. Sammy should have won. You know, Jimmy, Jimmy should have, you know, kicked, you know, everybody out. You know, Jay should have won the title. This should, this needs to be over. They, they just keep making it work. And, they, and unfortunately, they go run it into the ground until it's shit. But this is what we got. I don't know, man. When you got something good, you know what I mean? When you got something good, I think you can keep it going. I mean, some shows have been on for a long time, and they're still compelling, you know? Um, The Walking Dead eventually got stale. Yeah, well, I mean, and then that happens. But, I mean, like Supernatural, I don't know if you're a Supernatural watcher, what, 15 damn seasons? Really? That long? Yeah, 15 oh, years it was around, and it never got stale, not in my opinion, you know. I mean, a lot of the other things, oh, we won't get into Buffy, the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> a lot of you guys know how much I love that, but that got cut off, too, after seventh season, and that was way too short. But anyways, <clears throat> um, no, I mean, I don't really like the whole Jay-Jimmy. I guess, I mean, I guess we're going to get, like, a Jimmy versus Jay angle now, right? Like, that makes sense, yeah. which that gives it more mileage, you know. They're breaking up as a tag team, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, after Jay defeats Jimmy, you know, he can he can finally get Roman one-on-one, I guess. I don't know. I still think Sammy's got to play into this. Whenever it finishes, I think Sammy needs to have a some type of role, some type of part in it. Yeah. Um, I would you know, like that, too. Not but... have him be the bride, but at least the bridesmaid. You know, at least the one that gets it over on Roman finally. You know what I mean? Um, in some way, shape, or form. Obviously, he's got his flowers with the tag titles, but I think that he needs to have some type of role in the final, you know, dis- dissolving or whatever of the bloodline. Sure. And they need to figure that out too soon because with Kevin Owens being injured with the broken rib, you know, how what are they going to do about the tag titles? Are they just going to let him hold them? Or are they going to have to give them up? And what are they going to do? I hope they don't do the interim bullshit, you know? I, they, I think WWE's not gonna do that shit. Trust me. Yeah. Yeah, no, no I mean yeah. I think um I think they can probably string it out depending on how bad he is. I think they can string it out if they keep you know, they're gonna keep Sammy on TV, they can keep him through entering him into this, you know, and and you know, realistically they can keep um you know, they can keep KO in our television screen, you know what I mean? Sure without him wrestling. You know, and and I love it when they do that. I love it when somebody's so over and they keep them in even like, you know, like when Britt Baker was in a damn wheelchair. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, or you know, or going back further if we want to go back all the way when freaking um flying Brian, you know, Man. had crutches and was in a wheelchair forever. Man. You know, walking around with the Heart Foundation. Like that was fantastic. And obviously the horrible tragedy that happened with him, but you know, had that not been the case, he would have been an absolute superstar. He was a superstar. Sure. But he would have been right up there with with Bret Hart and with Stone Cold, in my opinion. So I think you can keep people in the ring, or I think you can pe- pe- <clears throat> keep people on television without having them in the ring if you have a little creativity. And I think KO is over enough to where you need to keep them in our face. So just my yes. opinion. But um, well, but hopefully yeah, he shows up in Canada on Monday. Hey. Hey. Well, I think that about wraps it up for us. Uh, I think that's uh, that's a hell of a show. I think we've got a lot to talk about, guys, fans, whatever you, uh, BTB universe, whatever you want to call yourselves. Uh, whatever it would be the galaxy. You want to be a galaxy, BTB galaxy? Yeah, BTB back galaxy, I feel like. All right. Or even just solar system. I feel like we're at the solar system level right now. Could be, could be. Yeah. We're we're terraforming. We're tell we're terraforming a single planet, the Man, BTB planet. I'm good with that. Yeah. I'm good with that. Whatever, however you guys want to run it. Well, uh, give us your uh, give us your thoughts, your comments. Uh, we're gonna be on Instagram tomorrow, so tell us what you think. Drop us a line. We're at, at Better Than Broadway on the Instagram. We've got Spotify. We've got Apple Podcasts. Amazon. We've got the YouTubers. The YouTubers, which you know you can see our delightful faces if you if you so choose to do that it's the best one man best one 100 i like i like the youtube i think the youtube is a good time 
the but, YouTube uh, that's, where it's at. That's, where that's all the our show tonight. Are. We are going to cover Triple Mania next week. We're going to give you a preview for AEW's All In. And we'll uh, we'll talk a little more international. We'll talk a little more fun. And we'll see if Tetsuya Naito can hold on to that briefcase. He's got five months to hold on to that briefcase. And he's got four challengers ahead of him. Can he hold it? Or will he lose it? I'm going to cut off all my facial hair except for my mustache for Triple A Mania. You do whatever you got to do to make you happy. Cultural appropriation. That would be your lucha de espuestas would be that you yeah. lost the bet, so you had to shave all of your facial hair but your mustache. To so my handlebar mustache. like have a hand, I, I need a handlebar mustache. I need a Mets mustache. <laughs> a Mets mustache. I need a Mets mustache. Met yes, absolutely. <laughs> I, for one, am going to keep my beard because my face looks childish without it, and I am turning 40 this year, so I don't need to look like I'm 22. Not, you're so not, young, Rob. Not a good look. You're a literally, you're literally five weeks older than I. You're I am so much older. I am your elder statesman. <laughs> you address me as sir, please. Sir. Thank you. Sir. <laughs> my dad is sir. All right. So, well, I'm gonna go brush my teeth with my Sensodyne and then um drink my warm um insure for the evening before I lay down to for my slumber. Good. Well, don't forget your Geritol, buddy. Let's uh, yeah. we'll catch you next. We'll catch you guys next time. Speed TB. Happy wrestling, guys. Good night. See you guys.